0: Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hey, everybody. So glad you're joining us for today's Healing Place Church devotional. We've been talking about Jonah, and today we're going to wrap up the book of Jonah. And maybe you're wondering if he had this nice turnaround of his feelings toward Nineveh. I'm just warning you, you might be a little disappointed in the way his feelings are directed. Look at Jonah chapter 4, verse 9 through 11. It says, Then God said to Jonah, Is it right for you to be angry because the plant died? Yes, Jonah retorted. Even angry enough to die. Y'all, Jonah is mad. Verse 10, Then the Lord said, You feel sorry about the plant, though you did nothing to put it there. It came quickly and died quickly. But Nineveh has more than 120,000 people living in spiritual darkness, not to mention all the animals. Shouldn't I feel sorry for such a great city? Now, just so we have a little bit of background, and I know through the last few days of devotionals, we've talked about this moment where Jonah is supposed to go to Nineveh to preach the good news. He heads to Tarshish, but God turns him around. He ends up on a ship. He even tries to kill himself by throwing himself into the sea. But God says, hey, I have a plan and I'm gonna get you where I want you to go. And a big fish swallows him up. He ends up in Nineveh, he preaches. Now this was a great city, we just saw it here. God said 120,000 people living in the city and the Bible says that the whole city repented from a man, an outsider who came to them and preached a message of repentance. Now that's amazing. A whole city, from the sound of his voice, that means word had to have spread and people came to know God and turned from their wicked ways. And Jonah is upset. Now, some of you may think this is crazy. Why is he upset? He came to preach a message of God's hope. He should be rejoicing, but he's upset. And and partially, I think, because he had heard a prophecy from Amos, who was a contemporary prophet at the time. And Amos had told the people that one day, Israel was going to be destroyed by the Assyrians. And so here is Jonah preaching to the Assyrians and giving them hope, and and they're repenting and they're turning. And so Jonah is all up in his feelings. I don't know if you've been there before. If you allow your feelings to take over, they, they move from being just gauges to being how you live your life, to being what causes words to come out of your mouth, maybe that you don't even mean. And here is Jonah, he's so angry that he wants to die. It is better for me to be dead, is what he tells God. So we, we know God sends this plant to be a shade in this moment while Jonah is watching the city of Nineveh. And he sends this plant. we also know that, that same mor- the next morning, God sends a worm and the plant is destroyed. And here is Jonah and God is trying to teach him a lesson. But Jonah's just not getting it. He's so wrapped up in his feelings. He's so caught up in his discomfort that he's not thinking about the city. He's not thinking about others. And I know sometimes that can happen for me. I can get so caught up in the way I feel in a moment and how something makes me uncomfortable or is hard for me that I miss what God is trying to show me. I miss what God is trying to do in and through me. And here's Jonah. You see, I believe our feelings should only be gauges, not guides. We can't let our feelings tell us where to go. They're gauges that help us and direct us. God gave us feelings, they're real, but they cannot be our guides. And here... God has given Jonas some perspective and he's given us some perspective here too. He's saying, and it says it in scripture, he said, you feel sorry for the plant and you didn't even put the plant there in the first place. You didn't even create the plant. And here you are and you feel sorry about this plant. But you don't feel sorry for a city of 120,000 people that did not know me, that were in spiritual darkness. And it says in verse 11, Shouldn't I feel sorry for such a great city? God is trying to shift Jonah's perspective. Here he is feeling sorry about something that he had no part in creating. And as believers, as Christians, we follow a creator who has made all these things. Our compassion should be for people. We shouldn't get so caught up in our own feelings and our discomfort that we miss what God has created and the compassion he has for his people. He cared, Jonah cared more about his discomfort than he did about the deliverance of the people in Nineveh. God is a passionate God who cares about people and he wants that for us too. There's another passage that I'm reminded of when I read this section in Jonah. I'm reminded of the prodigal son. When you think about the prodigal son and you think about this The story of a father and two sons. And one son goes off and spends all of his inheritance and squanders it and lives a life with poor choices and has this moment where he realizes he is lost and he wants to go back to the father. And he does. And the Bible says that the father was so happy to see him and he came and he ran to him and he threw him a big party. But there's a a character in the parable that Jesus tells. There's the older brother, and the older brother refuses to celebrate this younger brother. And that older brother reminds me a lot of Jonah in this story. He has this moment where he is he's so upset that the father would be okay and would be welcoming to all the wrongdoing that this other son has done. But here we see the compassion of God. You see, as Christians, we have to guard our hearts, against becoming this older brother. That's what happened to Jonah. You see, he served God. He did. He was obedient to God, but his heart wasn't there. His heart wasn't about the mission. The good news is we serve a heavenly father that is willing to forgive and he meets us where we are. That passage about the prodigal son, Luke 15, I want to read this to you. It says, the older brother was angry. This is verses 28 through 32. The older brother was angry and wouldn't go in. His father came out and begged him, but he replied, all these years I've slaved for you. And never once refused to do a single thing you told me to. And in all that time, you never gave me even one young goat for a feast with my friends. Yet when this son of yours comes back after squandering your money on prostitutes, you celebrate by killing the fattened calf. His father said to him, Look, dear son, you have always stayed by me and everything I have is yours. We had to celebrate this happy day for your brother was dead and has come back to life. He was lost, but now he is found. As Christians, let's not get caught up being like Jonah was looking on to the city of Nineveh or like the older brother was when the father was so accepting and loving. Let's truly have the heart of the father to love and have compassion for people. You know, there, there are a couple things that I think um, as reminders of what we've talked about today that maybe you can challenge yourself today. The first one is to ask yourself, how are your feelings today? Are they gauges or are they guides? Allow your feelings to be a gauge, but do not let it dictate how you live your life. God might be trained to change your perspective on something. So allow him to. Allow him to show you some things. And the other thing I want to remind you of today and challenge you in today is don't be like the older brother. Don't get caught up in having the mission in mind and doing what God says to do, but not having the heart for God's people. Let's have the right heart. Let's pray together. God, we love you. Thank you so much for your word and that it's so thick and so strong and we can read it and we can grow. And I pray that we're not like Jonah and we don't miss what you're doing in the moments that we're so caught up in our feelings that we don't know what you're trying to get us to focus on. Lord, I pray that you continue to help me to see the way you want me to see. Lord, I pray that our eyes and our heart would be open to see people who are hurting and love them and to be like you and be compassionate and forgiving quickly. Lord, we love you. We thank you in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.